0: The head coach of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, one of two unbeaten teams remaining in the Canadian Football League, uh, Coach O'Shea. I have to get just a guess. Were things did things feel any different after this lo- this win? When you got back to work, anybody walking a little lighter, smiling a little bigger?
1: No, I, I think you know. Right after the game, it certainly feels a little different in the in the locker room because you, you've managed, um, to win differently, you know, but, uh, pretty, pretty workmanlike, uh, after that, right. You, you land, you go to bed, you get up, you start the film process, players come in, do their little review, um, you know, try and get their bodies back in order, (laughs) right. That start (laughs) that process all over again. It's a little like uh, groundhog day, but. No, it, it was a good win. It, you know, it was it was very exciting to see all three phases contribute the way they did, um, and and when they do that, this is generally speaking how these scores end up, right? So yeah,
0: yeah. Started fast, uh, timely points at the end of half when BC started to make a run. It, it had a little bit of everything, and uh, as one person uh, DMing into the show uh, at DT on OB, you can hit me up. As well, uh, wondering if folks are going to apologize for questioning the running game the last four weeks, uh, because Johnny Augustine, Brady Oliveira, Greg McCray on the jet sweeper end around 20 carries from traditional running backs uh, and things went uh, pretty well. Let's jump right in on the phone lines. Harry is with us. Harry, your question for head coach Mike O'Shea.
1: Yeah, good evening, fellas. I have a couple of comments. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Coach O on your 5-0 and start. Keep it up and uh, big game coming up against Calgary and good luck to that. You guys have been awesome and just keep it up. Now, my second comment, and you guys can comment after this if you like, is about the hit on Mazzoli. Now, to me, that low hit on the quarterback was bad enough, but I think what enraged everyone was the players' antic coming off the field. And for those fans cheering him, well, what if that was your quarterback? So give your heads a shake, folks. To me, uh, this play has to be eliminated and something has to come uh, to agreement between the league and the player association. So that's my comments for tonight. Thanks for having me on and uh, I'd like to hear your comments.
0: Thanks. Harry, we appreciate you being with us. He's talking about uh, Garrett Marino, the Riders' defensive tackle, ejected from the game for the late hit on Jeremiah Masoli, flexed on the sidelines, waved and blew some kisses on his way back
1: to the locker room. Coach? Yeah, I don't know that I can touch this one. Um, I appreciate the call, Harry. Um, yeah, I think that play needs to be eliminated. I do think there has to be uh, cooperation between the league and the Players Association on how they deal with this. You know, it's it's tougher from the Players Association because they're, they really have to serve all their members, right, all their dues-paying members, right, the ones that get hurt and the ones that do the hurting. So um they they're always in a tough spot but uh i will say this the the emotional response uh across uh you know the CFL landscape is is one i haven't seen in a long time um so which part of it well i just think the the outrage right oh, okay you know it's it's um this is <laughs> This has been front and center, a major topic for uh, even in pregames, you know, mm-hmm. players are are talking about this, coaches are talking about this. So it's a, uh, uh, I don't want to just, you know, take it lightly as a distraction. It's it, but the, um, the amount of distraction this has caused and how it makes our league look, it's, it's just, it's, it's bad. Right. So um it's, I guess, some good news for Jeremiah. Not great news overall. Yeah. And this this changes lives, right? Like you're talking about um, a, a red black team that has got to figure out a different way now to to win than they had planned. Which happens all the time. And if it happens legally, that's football. Yeah. When it's when it happens illegally, it's very tough to take. So, um, I think. <laughs> It affects a lot of people's lives. Absolutely. TSN's Farhan
0: Lalji reporting Masoli will miss 10 to 12 weeks, possibly more, doesn't need ACL surgery. They did make a trade today to acquire Nick Arbuckle from the Edmonton Elks in exchange for a fourth round pick. So they'll go with some combination of Nick Arbuckle and and Caleb Evans. Do you have any thoughts on the uh, defending player? Fans can rush to the defensive players. Certain groups of fans will go, well, what about... This player. What about player? What about something else that happened in the game? I feel like it's natural, but I feel like I know when my guy did something wrong. Like I I watch that and go, if I was if I was a a Ryder fan, I'd be like that guy needs to needs to calm down and and get out. Like, I love him. He's wearing the right jersey. But my goodness, that play. I don't know how you can see that play and go, well, it's not bad because A, B and C has also happened on, on, you know, in the history of the CFL.
1: Yeah, there's nothing about that play that's that's okay. How long
0: you've been around the game longer than I have. Like that play's been illegal for I don't even know when they they really started protecting quarterbacks, but that play hasn't been right for a long time. Correct. I
1: and, don't know. I don't know when either, but for to, a long time.
0: To the point where uh was it the game against Hamilton where Jake Thomas got th- got kind of fell on top of somebody and got rolled into the quarterback and he yeah, took the penalty
1: for that. Yeah, but he didn't actually hit the quarterback low his legs flung up and kicked the quarterback in the chest.
0: Right, but that's how heel. that's how strongly they protect quarterbacks. Correct. Yeah. So that's a- my point of. And they need of, to.
1: And they need to. They're the they, yeah. They, your league doesn't survive without quarterback play.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they've taken steps to protect receivers and uh to protect players for themselves. Yeah. Quarterbacks are a different Player deal.
1: Player is, is I mean, it's been Front and center for quite some time, and, and protecting quarterbacks is – you can't argue with that. They're in a vulnerable position like kickers and long snappers, right? That's different. Very good point. It's different than other positions on the field. Quarterbacks, kickers, long snappers are in – and not talking about centers on offensive plays, long snappers with their head between their legs, snapping a ball to a punter or or a holder. Those three players are in very vulnerable positions. They've gone so far as to protect in other leagues – uh, a player in the field of play who puts himself in a vulnerable position, right? So they right. they keep on advancing player safety and um, trying to, um, I you know, have players play for longer. Really, it's a it's a it's a tough sport. Contact sports, all contact sports are. And uh, there, is, there are ways to make it safer, for sure.
0: Yeah. For me, this is minimum two-game suspension. You can give me all these Simone Lawrence, once-hit-our-quarterback-in-the-head things that you want to if you're a Rider fan. There's no way, in my mind, you can defend Garrett Marino, who uh, other players from other teams were sending me clips of stuff Garrett Marino had done to their quarterback early in the season. Trevor Harris talked about, well, he got me low twice very intentionally. And it's it, the CFL just for me has to take this stuff incredibly seriously because, uh, it changes, it could change a guy's life. Fortunately for Masoli, 10 to 12 weeks is not near as bad as it could have been. Andy is on the line. 204 6868 Your, uh, question for coach Mike O'Shea.
1: Yes. Uh, good evening coach and congrats on a fantastic uh, performance in BC. Um, just a question about Mark Leggio. He's had a great start to the season and, uh, just wondering about the last three kicks—the uh, missed convert and the two missed field goals uh, to the left. Was it just uh, just mechanics on that one? Was there any issue with the snap? Uh, and also, um, the the distance on his kickoffs. I've noticed most teams or a lot of teams uh, kick it down to the 10-yard line on kickoffs, and we seem to be kicking it to the 20, 25-yard line now. Is that strategic or? is there any issue with his leg strength or anything like that but a fantastic performance and uh good luck against Calgary on Friday yeah thanks Eddie. um uh i would say the 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 missed uh extra point field goals it's probably very technical you know something about a foot placement i'm sure and and the way he you know swung through like it's it's a very technical process, right? So I, I I don't think there was anything wrong with the snapper hold. The operation was good. Uh, it really comes down to some sort of uh, like a technical slight angle, <laughs> you know, is, is, is all it really takes. And the kickoffs, yeah, there are times where we kick a different ball. Um, a lot of um, kick returns are made easier if you know exactly where the ball is going to land every time. And as soon as you throw off – where the returner catches the ball, then it changes how eleven other guys are going to block, right? Um, which can be very helpful. Uh, so there is strategy involved besides just pounding it down to the same spot every time. BC tried to do that to you
0: at the end of the half, and I think once more, right? Well,
1: they were trying to kick away from Genarian in that regard. Pretty fair, yeah. But
0: they gave so, it. they LB Matt catches it, and then you right. guys in 51 seconds get yeah. a field goal, and I thought. I hadn't thought of the Janarian Grant had returned two for touchdowns (laughs) by by that point, which makes a lot more sense now. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Uh, Leggio, this is just gross, uh, 63.8 yards on his kickoffs. The league leader is uh, David Cote, just for comparison, 68.3, so four and a half yards off the league leader in gross yardage on his kickoffs. All your.
1: That's interesting. You have to look at net. <laughs> oh, f- you know,
0: for sure, yeah. average starting field position for yeah. the opposing team, yeah. right? yeah, it's uh i I feel like there's been so much to Legio's game that I liked, and I touted it and then three kicks went left. But his punting, like it's is it now three teams that have had to go to two returners to deal with his directional punting and the way you guys go i've I've enjoyed
1: Leggio. I've been rooting for him, and I think he's he's been good. Yeah, I think you can stop talking about him. That way he'll, he'll just stay in his little lane and not worry about it. <laughs> G-Man
0: on Twitter. Uh, Mike O'Shea, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Dairy Queen vanilla. Got to be, right?
1: It's the best.
0: <laughs> um, I, I don't suspect you You took too much from Marcus Sales saying they're vanilla.
1: Not a chance.
0: Do no, you nothing. mind if your players take something from that, uh, or do you actively dissuade them from taking something from that?
1: Uh they weren't talking about it before the game so afterwards i think it's fun right yeah. they're, they're 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 having fun with it that's fine i think there is you know from the time when i played till now there's a, a real difference in technology and communication and um, promotion right so um, i have to accept that i i am more old school i just prefer to keep my mouth shut but i you know that's not the way things are done nowadays. So some of those memes or whatever that people have shown me are pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> and if Willie wants
0: a big chocolate sundae with all the sprinkles after he helps demolish the BC Lions.
1: W- Willie played ex- an exceptional game. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> he,
0: I, I was listening to – I just driving around town and just re-listening to the game, and I'm like, right, he high five Rourke and batted one down, and, and he sacked him. And, and Willie was just – yeah. That was the that was the Willie Jefferson. We thought, okay, who's going to impact this? Yeah. Well, wow, Willie. But then, so I, I could just name guys that impacted that game all the way through and made. Yeah. Donald Rutledge's interception was a very timely play. Yeah, and as well, and like tough, wow, too,
1: because it was a distraction play. Listen, we I'll say Man. just to be clear, I, I don't. You know, we don't want our players. You know, saying stuff in the media prior to the game, like that kind of stuff. But commenting, them commenting on what other players say after is, it's part of the the world we live in now.
0: All right, let's hit up some of the text 204 780 68. if you want. Dave says, on one of those long passes that BC made, is the safety supposed to help cover deep? There was Josh Pearson, 66-yarder, and then Dominic Rimes, uh, with a long one where he jumped underneath Nick Taylor.
1: Um, I would say no. I'll have to... One of them for sure is a no. We're in a different defense and safety wouldn't be there, so... Uh, I would have to look back at the other one on my notes, but one for sure is a no. Okay. Yeah. The
0: there were some reminders in that game that even though they lose, the other team has really good players that get paid to. Dominic Ryan's second touchdown catch, going right to left, where he jumps backward. Yeah,
1: ridiculous. Yeah, that was there was a mistake on that play too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it it happens, right? It's football, and the the the, the lesson for our guys is if you you make mistakes against good teams they will be right back in the game and they're another pass away or a drive away from getting back in the game you know there's 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter and we force a fumble I think I think that was it around there but anyway there's 10 minutes left in the fourth and and um, our guys are getting tired and they're driving and we have a timely strip I'm sure, but. Boy, if they fumble score in that drive, it's you know, a fourteen point game. Now you're looking at onside kicks. They still have a lot of time left. They don't even have to do that. But now it's you're changing the complexion of the game again. So um good things, good things to learn from from this win too, as well as any other win
0: uh michael in san antonio says uh, coach congrats on a multifaceted and flavorful win uh main concerns for me the missed field goals and bc's explosion passing plays any thoughts on bc's explosion passing plays we we were just referencing some of those
1: yeah I, I, once again i think there's uh there's reasons why they happen and we've investigated those and the players will learn from them and they'll be better the next time
0: I, it made me at one point during the game go. I just wanted to see every halfback that was in the game. Your two starters, BC's two starters, all listed at five foot nine, and I thought, okay, well Dominic Rimes is listed at six foot four, and there's, I feel like inherently there's a that's, the offense is going to win a few. That's seven inches. That it's not everything, but Dominic Rhymes standing next to, insert halfback here, he's going to get he's going to get his at some point.
1: Um, yeah, I guess if they were taller, they'd be receivers. (laughs) You know, I don't know. That's Dietrich
0: Nichols is five nine and he doesn't allow anybody anything. Yeah, man alive.
1: He's fantastic. too. Uh, We've got very good players. Um, you know, every situation is different. They, they, they work hard at those types of plays. They drill, um, you know, they practice against taller receivers. So it's not it's not something foreign to them. Uh, David says, Dalton shown a case for rookie of the year? It's week five. He's very, very good. <laughs> I just think these kind of conversations are silly, but he's, he's a very good player. Um, I think, you know, once again, I, I do believe that, you know, having your teammates uh, really appreciate your effort and your work is far more important than what anybody votes on. I like it. I like it. Ken
0: is on the text line. Uh, What is the background on Greg McRae? Where is he from? And do you plan to use him more and more as it goes? (laughs) Parts unknown. (laughs) Yes. Secret weapon. George the Animal Steel style. I love it. Yeah,
1: that's right. Um, Well, we you know we we liked him in training camp. We thought he was very very versatile, and he's proven that so far. He's explosive. He's versatile. When he has the ball in his hand, he. Uh, can make things happen. And it's just trying to figure out ways to, to get him a ball. I mean, there's only one. So you want Ellingson and Schoen and Wally and our tailbacks and Nick Dembski and Bailey Brent on the Larry comeback Orange routes and-, and and yeah. And Rashid Bailey, you want all these guys to touch the ball. So um, Buck does a great job um, of putting a plan together that, you know, tries to get everybody involved. And then once again, the defenses show up and, plan you know gets refined
0: did you just as we go to break did you have a feeling did you know you'd be able to create so many open routes toward the sidelines shown on the corner route ellingson on the corner route did you believe that was was going to be a thing into the bc game
1: well I, once again you know a play gets called the defense shows up and then there's a progression through so it doesn't always mean that that's going to be the number one read, right? It could yep. be a second read or third read. Anyway, it's there's two sides to the play also, you know, so um, things happen like that. I think our guys were were confident in the plan they put together that there would be plays out there on the field to make.
0: I have a question for you. Uh, I was reminded, listening back to the broadcast, the opening kickoff of the game, Janarian Grant returns it for a touchdown. Uh, as the ball is in the air, he whirls his arm around. Is that anything or is that
1: No, it's nothing.
0: He just it's nothing. He's got
1: some little thing he does. It's yeah. It's it was the
0: first time I noticed it and I thought, oh, did he is he telling the guys in front of him something? It's just he's stretching out his arm or something like that. Interesting. You're being quiet though, so now I kind of wonder. I don't know. I don't know. 204-780-6868, your texts, your calls, we'll take them all. Uh, Let's leave the Garrett Marino thing aside for for a little bit. We hit that in the early block. You can always go back and get the podcast and and, uh, and get our thoughts on that. Uh, This texter says, please ask coach when Jesse Briggs will be back. He has missed more than people
1: understand. He's missed more than pe- I don't understand that comment I, th- I think the yeah, the person texting hurt. is saying he, that that he's he's missed yeah, a got- lot more than
0: the, the casual fan might might get oh
1: he yeah so he got hurt in week one he got put on the sixth game he's close to being ready but he's also going into the fifth game missed so um he's not ready yet so he'll probably be ready for us in week seven uh in okay one and six yeah week seven I, I imagine.
0: So will do his full stint on the sixth yeah, game? Yeah,
1: he'll do, probably do his full stint on the sixth game, yeah.
0: All right. Also from the text line, uh, this person wants to know, which bomber official discovered Dalton Schoen?
1: Do you remember? I, I don't know whether it was uh, Danny Mack or Ted Govaya, but both of them, they always collaborate. Um, yeah, one of those two, I'm sure. Yeah. We yeah. only have two, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I mean... <clears throat> we we've talked a ton about him in various spots. He was, we talked about him in the post game show, obviously, because two touchdowns and, and he he was on with us and we noticed him at rookie camp and went, okay. And then we noticed him in training camp and then Ellingson gets hurt and gets nicked in training camp and shown goes in and then shown's now a starter on the other side. And, he just keeps going, and he's 6th, 7th in the league in receiving. It's, it's been very impressive so far. Michael in San Antonio, uh, first half of the show is over, and we've neglected to mention Zach Kolaris. He had a brilliant game. How would you, Coach, describe Kolaris' yeah. performance?
1: Well, there was, there was a few plays that um, we highlighted that just you just put them up as, a, hey, this is a good play, watch it. And the, the, the sound from the players as they watched the play – it was just it was neat. It's they, they really appreciate his his ability, right, and his leadership. So he was yeah, he was terrific for us uh during the game. He was unbelievable.
0: When you acquired him, I've never asked you but when you acquired him in twenty nineteen, did you know that this was going to be that he would
1: hit this ceiling? Uh you know he has the ability. Um I, I don't know that they always you always think they're gonna work out like this, but you know he definitely has the ability. One of the most important things was he was the right personality, the right guy, the right leader, the right man to come in and step into that situation and lead. Not, I don't know of many guys that could do that in that situation with a, a decent season going on, a good football team, the starting quarterback going down. You get called in at the last second, you know, I don't know of many guys that could do it. He was the one, as we had conversations, that absolutely could do it. We You know, we were on the same team I was coaching. He was playing in Toronto his rookie year, and he, he just had it. He walked into the building, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, this guy gets it. And he's 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 got this leadership about him. He's a winner, right? Um, so it was... It's pretty neat. Then you watch his career from afar as he as he leaves Toronto and goes to other places, goes to Hamilton and you see him. He was lead. unbelievable. Yeah, he, he, was he was so good in he, Hamilton. Yeah, he's oh. unbelievable. He's terrific, right? So he was certainly you, you knew he was able to do all that. Um most importantly, you knew he was the right guy to come in at that time because there really aren't that many that could do that. They could come in and lead, not just get it done on the field, yeah, but come in and lead and and take that position and and work in seamlessly without upsetting the apple cart and then taking over the apple cart and leading it, you know, leading your team through the playoffs to a championship. That's, that is what he's
0: got. A, a road that included going through Calgary, through 13 wins Saskatchewan, where everybody mm-hmm. hates you because you're wearing blue, uh, and, and then to a great cup against the 15 win Hamilton Tiger Cat team. Like, mm-hmm. He, he didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't twenty three. Me's that he carried to that. This was. A, you guys were an eleven win team. But yeah, to to be able to do that yeah. is. Yeah, I was. I could. I could. I could totally believe it. As I first thing I said on radio was, uh, I'm on Kalaros Island. I fully believe that he's a. He was a star. And the day he got traded to Winnipeg, I just went. I know the Rhiners are in first place, but Winnipeg is going to be a real problem now. Mm-hmm. Everything just and everything has worked out exactly the way I. Okay, I rose-colored glasses with Kolaris for me, but it worked out exactly the way I thought it would. Let's say that.
1: Yeah, well, he's he's a special guy. I'm. I just appreciate being around him every day. He's, the, uh, he's fun too.
0: The O plays was one of them where he he exits to the right. Someone catches his foot and then almost horizontal. He he fires one kind of sidearm to Dalton Shown for yeah. a first
1: down. Yeah, he, and in between there, he stumbled after the guy clips his foot. Whatever it is, he stumbles and like, okay, you could easily just go down there and everybody be like, oh, okay. But he gives one last ditch push yep. to get airborne to stop his knee from going down, to buy him time to throw the ball, as I think it was Wally was coming back for it or something like that. So it was. it's impressive. How do you... Uh, the touchdown to shown too, in the back of the end zone. Yep. He exits, the scramble drill one? Yeah, exits one way, doubles back on the defender, who now does not know where he's going. And, <laughs> Comes around and throws that strike on the run, oh, throw, go, running away from his throwing hand. So he's, it's, it's a much harder throw. Yeah. And he just lasers it in there. It's fantastic.
0: I've always struggled with, and I'm hoping you can help me, with how to describe his kind of athleticism. Because it's not blazing fast, it's not 50-inch vertical, but... He just seems very in command of his own body and he's very aware of everything that's happening around him.
1: Yep. Great vision, great body control. I think if you look at all the players that you in any sport that you marvel at, it's those are attributes they probably have. It's great vision, great body control, great aware spatial awareness, um, and their body control, like their athleticism lies in the minutiae of twitch and changing direction and those kind of things that they can do, right?
0: I always think, like, uh, I go back to Steve Nash when he played for the, like that he wasn't a big runner and jumper, but he must have been special in his core area, because how do you do these things when you're twisting and falling and stuff? You have to be, you have to be kind of athletically freakish in something that just isn't a 40 yard dash or a vertical yep. test.
1: Stuff stuff you don't can't really measure.
0: It's uh <laughs> yeah, he he's absolutely a treat through through five games. Also from the text line, feel free to drop on in at 204 I 68 6868. Uh, Michael Couture, when is he expected back? A lot of injury questions. This is great because there's not a lot of critiquing the game questions. There's a lot of, hey, is is this guy coming back? That shows you how well you
1: played. There generally isn't when you win, although the first bunch of weeks there was a lot of critiquing. Right? Michael Couture is on the sixth game, and I imagine he'll be on the sixth game for that length of time for sure. Monique has a question
0: about Mark Leggio's missed kicks. Uh, she's insinuating that perhaps maybe Dustin Nielsen and I were the the cause there, the, the jinx problem on that one, as I talked to Leggio pregame well, about th- being think, perfect on field goals.
1: Yeah, I, th- I I think I already mentioned to you that we can stop talking about him. We can stop talking about <laughs> Zach. We can stop talking about whoever, right? I think we can just speak about other things. Um, but. You actually spoke to Legs prior to the game?
0: I, I'm fascinated with, with analyzing kickers and punters and, and stuff like that. Well, I'm fascinated with special teams, and I don't know why. Would the Jets coach want you talking to talk their goalie before a game? about? Sorry, not say, the day before the yeah, game. Pardon okay. me, not not yeah. the day of the game, but it was in the pregame show.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I like to just let them just be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um. Again, listening back to the game, early in the second quarter, a challenge on a Dominic Rhymes catch on uh, uh, Winston Rose.
1: What what did you see? What did you think you see? On the replay, it shows that Rhymes has two hands on Winston's numbers on his back, and his arms are fully extended, and Winston gets bent over in half. Then he takes four extra steps to come out of his break, which, let me explain something. If... If you're a professional corner, a professional DB, a defensive corner, and you take four steps to get out of your break, you're not a professional corner. You, you don't play the game if you can't come out of your break. The reason you can't come out of your break is because someone's changed your momentum and shoved you right. when you're about to take your break, right? So he comes an inch or so away from probably making an interception or knocking the ball down. And if he comes out of his break clean, like he does every day in practice, like he does on most plays in the football game, then it's probably an interception, right? So I think what a viewer who doesn't see these professional athletes work their craft on a daily basis sees is, oh, he was really close. Well, it is a game of inches. And those inches were lost when he was pushed in the back. And his... Torso got bent over and he had to take an extra step, a couple extra three, four steps to get out of his break. Those little pitter-patters are the difference between a knockdown, an interception, and a catch. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what I saw. That's what everybody saw when you look at the replay. That's why I challenged it. Now, it might not equate to them putting all that together, (laughs) (laughs) but there's lots of reasons why you lose the challenge. It might be that they didn't have the replay or or whatever, right? So once again, I, I... Sometimes the challenge is you're not going to win for a variety of reasons. I don't know why I didn't win that one. I'll wait till the league tells me why I didn't win that one, you know, when we have our conversations. But what I see is a highly skilled athlete who's led the league in interceptions on more than one occasion take too many steps coming out of his break because somebody pushed him in the back. Flip it around. Ask yourself this. If the jerseys were switched and it was an interception, right? What's the call?
0: If you're saying if Rose had shoved Rhymes, two hands in his back, just change the
1: jerseys. Say that's Winston who makes the catch. Put him in Rhymes' body. Okay. Wouldn't wearing Winnipeg jersey, he's playing defensive back, and Rhymes is the receiver who just misses the catch, and and Rose makes the interception. What's the call? <sighs> what's the call? You know very well what the call is, Derek. On
0: here's and here's and this is my problem with with sports on TV is that replay changes, slow motion replay changes everything.
1: And they're not allowed to look at that in slow motion replay, right? Like they. Oh, are they not? Wow, well, they're asked to look at it in in okay that's, in regular time to see yeah okay. if it's materially affecting the 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 players involved.
0: Okay. Because yeah, what, what we get is the TV feed and it's yeah. like, well, that, that push might be a little more, a little more subtle, but then, yeah. Okay. Uh, watching the replays that they gave us on TV, knowing what I know about football, which let's be frank, there's a limit to, uh, I thought, okay, I, I can see why they're not going to overturn this. Mm-hmm. Um, which ultimately is a standard, right? Uh, Toronto challenges a spot of the football, and you go, "Well, okay. Well, what the camera showed us was it didn't show us anything, so we can't possibly overturn this. Like they're yep. they're hampered by what they get." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I hadn't thought. I hadn't thought of the uh, Winston Rose being essentially shoved over by a bunch. I mean, bent over. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, it's it's it becomes. Where's the line between? A yeah. decent hand fight, and now one get, yeah. one side is unfairly gaining an advantage.
1: Well, a hand fight would imply that they were both fighting each other. Hand, some sort of hand
0: combat, wanted or unwanted. Let's, you yeah, know. but if
1: one person yeah. is the one who's initiating it all, what's that? Well, that was, it's interesting. That was right? my
0: next-door neighbor growing up in Okotoks. He, <laughs> he was initiating stuff all the time. John, I don't know where you are. But I can't believe your mom overlooked the my nose blood all over your pants that day. That was that was rough. Uh, we have a texter on the line, no name attached. Uh, is there a practice tomorrow? If so, what time? And is it open to fans? No. Not practicing tomorrow. No. Uh, any? Why? Why so? Because it's the right thing to do with this group at this time. I like it. That's yeah, what we need. Uh, No on-field practice. Does that mean no practice,
1: period? Or they'll
0: be in the office doing stuff? They'll
1: be working their tails off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just not Absolutely. uh, How do you feel going into the game against Calgary on uh, Friday, 730, right here on 680 CJOB?
1: Well, not ready yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, yeah, you know, not ready yet. Probably want to peak around Friday at seven thirty or so. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of work to do between now and then. Calgary's a very good football team. Obviously, their record four and zero, and they've won games in different ways. They've come from behind. They've led from the start of a game. They've won close ones. They've they've uh, you know had a blowout. So they've they've figured out a way to to win games. Massive um, comeback in that Hamilton yeah, game. They're, and that was incredible. And they're they're a very very good football team. Great personnel, well coached, all that stuff. So, um, it's a it's a challenging week for sure. But I know our guys are going to put in the work, and we'll see where that leads us. But they'll stick to the process for sure.
0: Uh, underscore Jack Underscore Not Box uh, asks favorite play this year.
1: Yeah, the next one. <laughs>
0: Yeah. For coach, I'll just say Janarian Grant's uh, opening <laughs> return for the touchdown, because that was that set the tone for that game. And uh, he also wants to know, uh, what makes Willie Jefferson so good? We all point to he's yeah. really tall. It's, it's
1: easy. This is easy. He cares. He cares so much about playing the game, playing it right for his teammates. He just cares about it all. Right? He's doing it. That's... Yeah, you throw in the physical attributes, the insane athleticism, all that stuff, but there's lots of guys that have that. They just don't care. Who yeah. cares?
0: How does that How does that show itself? Because we see it. We see it. He He loves being out there. We see him celebrating yep. with the crowd. Those are the, the signs that we get. But you would get so much more, I assume, the way he...
1: Yep. He's a pleasure to be around every day.
0: Very good. Uh, one final one. This one from Joe. Uh, with Dembski and O'Leary Orange hurt. Did Brendan O'Leary Orange get hurt during the game? Um, I don't... Remember that specifically.
1: Yeah, he didn't finish the game, but we'll see what mm. uh, what the uh, how it works out for okay. the rest of the week
0: uh, it becomes the question. Does the club have any interest in local kid wide receiver running back Anthony Coombs? You would have two of the three Bison backfield from like 2010, <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah. in the same uh, on the same team. Yeah, I, I don't know. We're we're probably
1: we'll figure something out.
0: You feel pretty good with where you are right yeah, now we've got at a, 5 and 0 and We've got a good we've got a good room. Off the best win yeah. of the year in my mind a three-phase victory. And Kate wants to know uh, if we're up to you coach, do you
1: want to come back next year to coach? Yeah, of course. Yeah, this is a I mean this team is just phenomenal to be around. We've got great history together. Absolutely. Yeah. Works going to work is still fun? Absolutely love it. No, with these guys it's not doesn't feel like work. You what's going to be work is me having to go home and cut the grass, but this is going to going to the stadium every day is not work. It's, can we can we get some rain in the next 30
0: minutes please? That would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh coach, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. We're back next Monday with more of your head coach Mike O'Shea. Hopefully 6 and 0 after beating the Calgary Stampeders. Thank you for being with us. Derek Taylor with you with 680 CJOB.